Welcome back, everybody, to My Animosity. I'm your host, Justin, and this is the show intended for the audience that can relate to the annoyances and positive of today's society. I'm going to take a look at some of the top news that no one's talking about and some of even the stranger news that, again, no one is talking about. Things like social norms to raw content. I'm going to do my best to appeal to my audience from my perspective and in hopes to keep it fun, engaging, and tension-free. Now, I must add that although this show is going to have trending topics and sometimes sensitive segments we're gonna have fun we're gonna have some laughs but most importantly i'm not here for the cookie cut dialogue i'm just here to talk about what may be on my mind and what's on your mind so with that being said sit back relax and enjoy the show all right let's roll the intro music Welcome back, everybody, to My Animosity. Um, We're going to start off with some Connecticut news, actually. In Fairfield, five former um, officials of the Fairfield, Connecticut, are among several people who have been arrested in connection with illegal dumping of hazardous materials um, next to the town's public work garage in efforts to hide the extent of contamination, according to police. Uh, The charges were related to nearly three-acre site containing PCBs and lead other hazardous materials. Um, The town officials estimate the cleanup of the site will cost $5 million to $10 million fucking dollars. That is insane. Among those that were arrested, uh, former Public Works Director Joseph Michelangelo, former Public Works Superintendent Scott Barlett, uh, Interim Public Works director, Director... Brian Carey, and former Human Resources Director Emmett Hibson. Um, Also arrested Robert Garbarek of Clinton, owner of Osprey Environmental Engineering. This is fucking wild. Five to ten million dollars for these hazardous dumps out here in Connecticut. Are you kidding me? First of all, what were they even thinking? Uh, Investigators said that they hired Garbarek's, I don't know how to say his damn name, um, back in 2016 to clean up this hazardous site and there was they were due to construct a berm around it to prevent any adjacent properties from becoming contaminated but what police were led to believe is that the company and the town officials they conspired to bury all these materials in the berm around these po- uh, around these properties that they were trying to protect and the Fairfield police began investigation during the dump or of these dumpings in 2017 and arrested several town officials in july of 2019 so that's pretty fucked up thanks a lot connecticut you know given the circumstances right now in the state of the world not just with the uh pandemic but with the with the global like climate change and this is the shit we hear it's not my proudest moment living in connecticut hearing about that like i do care about that because i have an irrational fear of the afterlife i don't know what's to come for but hearing about like my home state where I grew up born and raised pulling this kind of sad act it's kind of insulting to all of us and all our and all the residents that live out here and it's also not a good look for the people that are considering moving to Connecticut because I believe that Connecticut is one of the fastest growing states uh, at least in recent years so that's pretty sad get your shit together uh or I'm out that's a lie. I'm not leaving Connecticut anytime soon. But still, fix your shit. I was doing my laundry the other day, 
and this is more so just a random a random realization that I had um and as I keep getting older and wiser by the day I keep finding myself like over and over that I'm learning the quote-unquote proper way of doing certain things like for example folding a towel the proper way folding pants the proper way like they do in the shopping centers and I can't recall the last time that I quote-unquote folded my pants or shirts the appropriate way I'm not gonna lie I'm I'm someone who's fairly clean I like to keep everything around me like in order and in check but I don't think I ever realized until now that I was folding clothes so so wrong that like maybe that's why I never was able to hold partners in life no I'm just kidding but it's it's bad like it was bad I just I folded them but they were not neat looking like they were neat but they weren't like folded the appropriate way I don't know how to explain it but I was I came across a video that I was just bored I'm like hmm, let me just let me just watch this real quick and it actually was on how to fold your clothes or towels or whatever and I did not know the articulate freaking process for folding one shirt and oh my god I didn't even get me started on hoodies I, I <laughs> maybe that's just the adulting coming out of me um, but I thought it was funny and I'm not going to lie. It, I spent about a solid two hours going through every drawer and every shelf of my dresser, reorganizing and refolding my pants, my sweatpants, my hoodies and my shirts. And I got to say it was worth all that time because it feels good knowing that I just folded or I did something quote unquote the right way. And now I can say that my room is a lot cleaner by doing that. And also... I created a lot of extra space on my shelves. There's like, I could pretty much clear out two shelves, put everything in in um, different locations or in the dresser, and it created a lot of space. So I suggest you guys look into like the proper way. If you don't have the tool, because I know you can go on Amazon and buy like those um, those little tools or kits that like help you fold a shirt the right way or like in two seconds or whatever. But don't waste your money on that. Um, I say just watch a YouTube video. It's also fun. It's soothing as hell. I threw on some music and I just I just went to town on it and <laughs> it felt pretty good. I'm just being weird and speaking from an adult mind. You know who's a genius? That would be Mr. Kanye West. The man who attempted, not really attempted, but um, put it out into the universe that he was going to be running for the 2020 um 2020 election and and how he had to like wholeheartedly know that he wasn't going to get taken seriously as president but with many of the things that Kanye does he just decided he was still going to go for it and that he wasn't going to be taken seriously but the reason that I say he's kind of a genius is because throughout this whole thing it was bringing his name you know I mean it's always in the light but it was bringing his name to light in a whole different way um and the reason being that I'm saying that he kind of has this, he's got a mind that I would just love to pick through because he does his, he does like Sunday services and stuff like that. We see that all over the news. And to me, it kind of just looks like a cult or like his following or whatever, you know? So I was, I was watching someone else's podcast and they had brought it up, but I was thinking more in depth to it. And like the speech he was giving, which I don't have a clip of it, um, but I'm sure you can just find it. And then at the end where it became like this whole vote for Kanye kind of thing, it's fucking genius because I don't think that 
I mean, maybe there was good intentions for him to actually try to run. But if you listen to him on like Joe Rogan, I think that he wasn't actually going to run. I think what it was was a whole fucking marketing scheme because he made so much money off of the sales uh, from the hoodies, the hats, the T-shirts that were all vote for Kanye or vote Kanye 2020. And it's genius. Like, are you kidding me? Of course, everyone's going to buy that. He made so much fucking money while just sitting back. People like he was just playing mind games, I think. I mean, it makes the most sense, too. There's no way he would have been fit for president, um, at least not now. And I just thought I thought that was interesting. The man's a goddamn genius. Oh, my God. We all deal with this. I don't want to I don't I don't care who you are. This is something we all deal with and something that I can. I'm sure everyone else can agree with when I say that I think everyone at a certain age, this is still an issue today where older people are driving so goddamn either reckless or just just like straight idiots. I had an example on the highway where someone was, um, it was a truck driver actually. I c- couldn't tell how old they were, but it was a truck driver. So I know they're way older than your typical driver on the highway. And he was trying to merge, like he was getting onto the highway, he was trying to merge, but this motherfucker guaranteed did not look at his blind spots, I was like several cars behind, but I saw him try to get into the merging lane, and he almost ran a car off the road, like completely ran it off, thankfully that other car was fine, no one did get run off the road, the other night, this happened like two nights ago, I was coming home, and right where the CCSU police station is, or the Starbucks, I don't know the name of that street, or I can't remember it. This guy was driving 19 miles an hour in a fucking 40 and like swerving. I don't know if they were intoxicated or whatever, but this, he was an older gentleman, um, driving his nice little Mercedes and he was trying to like maneuver onto his street, I guess, or something. And he kept getting it wrong because he would put his signal on he would think that he's turning um on his street and then it wasn't his street he did that for like six blocks and I was getting so fucking frustrated that I followed like about a hundred feet behind him until I realized that he was getting home and I drove by and I slammed on the horn mind you it was like I don't know I think it was like 1 1 15 1 30 in the morning and yes I was that asshole that laid on the horn because it's like why the hell are you driving so slow, let alone 20 miles under the speed limit? I got so fucking frustrated that I yelled out the window and I told him that he needs to retake the fucking driving test because it pisses me off how people drive. And it I really only see it with the older folks um, and my mom included. No offense, mom. Sometimes she'd be scaring the hell out of me the way she drives. So, yes, if you get to like fucking 50 or older 60 or older retake the goddamn test for whether it's your vision or just your awareness you know of your blind spots and and people around you because goddamn that is a huge problem and it should not be a huge problem i really i really feel for the restaurant workers man as they're getting pushed literally pushed out of work again as the virus surges anew um and it's just, it's terrible. I feel bad for a lot of these people because it's the worst time, like all just before the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and so on. I really wish there was a better way we can help these people because 
they're just getting fucked. Like, the waiters, bartenders, they're being thrown at work again um, as the government officials and local officials shut down indoor dining and they're drinking establish establishments to combat this nationwide virus surge. Um, and the quote, uh, I believe, from Greg Morena in L.A. County, who's trying to figure out his next step after the county officials banned in-person dining for at least th another three weeks, uh, beginning tomorrow, actually, on Wednesday. Uh, he was mainly dreading having to notify his employees, which I would too as a as a business owner to let every single employee know um that hey, like we kinda gotta we gotta cut you off right now because we can't afford it. We can't afford you. And it's sad. It's sad fucking times. And the people that can't go back to work and the ones that are having trouble like filing for the unemployment. This shit is just treacherous and I, I hate talking about it because I want to that's not the main point of the show. It's to kind of um, take your mind off of all this world crisis and whatnot. But it's something that we got to speak on because, like, if we don't speak on it, the the less there's going to be that we can do. So um, if you have friends or family who are in that position, I advise you to contact them, check up on them, make sure if there's any way that you can help, do your part. They'll really appreciate it. And who knows, maybe in the long run, It'll come back as good karma. So uh, I know I'll be doing the same. I highly advise you guys to do the same as well because they deserve that. They deserve some attention and love because I'm sure it's going to drive some of them crazy and you don't want anyone to do anything irrational. So um, yeah, hit up your friends and family. Let them know that you're there for help. And it's going to, of course, come down to all of us, which I'm in that little small bracket of people who keep like, trying to leave their house and find anything to do which we you know I, I'm guilty of I shouldn't be doing that but I just I can't help it like I go stir crazy after a short period of time where I have to get moving and do something else but I'm starting to do my part where I'm just trying to not go outside as much whether it's going to the to shopping centers or whatever like if, it, if I don't need to then I'm not leaving and even though the vaccine is, you know, that, that time is approaching, we're up to like 95% effective, I believe now, but that doesn't mean that you should be throwing away your mask and having a celeb celebratory drink or whatever, because despite the expected arrival of these vaccines in a few weeks, it'll take several months, probably around like four to another five months, um, or at least well into 21 before things get back to something even remotely close to normal in the U.S. at least. Um, and before you can go to an NBA game or to the movies or give grandma a hug. So keep the masks. These vaccines will not be the end-all be-all. Limited shipments of the vaccine are are being produced. And what could be a long, messy road towards the end of the pandemic has upended life and killed more than a a quarter million of people in the US. So we we as Americans need to <laughs> hunker down and do our part, uh, not just for all of us, but for these people who are getting pushed out of work. You know, if we just do our part in the first place, then we wouldn't be in this predicament. Um, so just do your part, keep your mask, don't throw them away, stay safe and stay healthy. It's that freaking simple. Something a little more, I think, is positive um, in terms of mankind. Uh, we witnessed a black hole the other day. 
it was a there was a black hole that was devouring a star. It was the same size as the sun, and in a matter of minutes, it just completely devoured it. This took place uh around 375 million light years away. Mind you, I read this article uh I think it was either last Thursday or Friday. Uh, which means that this happened 375 million years ago and we just saw it happen. Space is fucking insane. I think I was I think I was a little baked uh when I came across this article and it just got it gave me that immense fear of like what the hell is going on like 370 first of all how could we even see that i know that there's the tech and the um telescopes out there that allow us to see this kind of stuff but jesus christ a black hole is just terrifying in general but to be swallowing up stars like that is terrifying as all hell but i'm kind of excited to see well i'm never gonna see it but you know as i get older i'm hoping that i'll hear more and more news i'm sure i will actually not hoping that i'll hear more and more news of space exploration and so on and like how elon musk is going to be colonizing mars and and so on so i'm excited as hell but it's terrifying at the same time and the fact that we just caught this is kind of amazing because we won't see this uh for mankind for another 10 to 100,000 years and we just caught it just like that last week which is pretty damn cool I'm going to speak mostly freely on this topic. Um, it's not like a serious topic. Or it's just some, it's a curious thought that I had of like, during these times, during these trying times of the pandemic and whatnot, and the spread of this COVID virus, um, I, I think the people who are getting hit the most are the teachers with them having to like open up the schools for three weeks at a time. And then one case happens uh, they have to shut down the whole school again for X amount of time or having to deal with like doing the hybrid learning two days in two days off. And then once again, another uh, student or faculty member ends up contracting the virus and they have to shut down again. So like the whole on and off for them, it's getting ridiculous. And I feel so bad for them that like I have to agree that all schools should just be shut down and and move to remote learning only because the spread is getting way worse like it's getting pretty bad it's like getting closer to home now we're like you know i saw it on the news blah blah but for a while um i just for a while i wouldn't say that i was oblivious to it or that i that i did not believe in it but i just didn't see it as big of a problem as it is now now that it's getting more coverage and I was thinking, like, why they haven't done something. This is going to sound like a huge step, but, like, at this point, what else do we got? We have no other We have no other options other than, like, dipping into the military funds. And, yes, I know that sounds weird as fuck, but hear me out. Cutting even 10%, 10%, just 10% of the military funds on or on military contracts that could boost up to 395,000 teachers and also give them a goddamn pay raise. For everything that they're going through, this is like the most logical thing we can do. And it's only 10%. It wouldn't even put a dent in the military contracts or the military funding. Like, it's such a small amount. And the fact that that little amount could help close to 400,000 teachers 
um, while making sure that they can keep doing their job and providing for the youth, it's steps like these that need to be taken because whatever they're doing now is it's just screwing everyone over. It's it's screwing the parents over. It's screwing the kids over who can't get the right education because they can't have like they don't have a steady environment to learn. Um, and then it's also obviously screwing the teachers up because they have to keep going in and out. They're putting their lives at risk. Everyone else around them, they're getting put at risk. And this, it seems like this is the most logical thing that we can do, or at least in my opinion, it is. You know, I don't. Obviously, we haven't explored all possibilities or, or all outcomes, but like this is an easy one, and this is one that I came across that makes the most sense. Okay, we're at the time where. There's not a lot of, there's not actual wars going on right now. So if you pulled back some of the troops, let them come home um, so we can ensure the safety for them and then figure out another solution to help people out here instead of just funneling and dumping these mon this money away. We could take some of that money back and who knows, use it for another round of stimulus for the people who are just got um, put back on un unemployment or whatever, people who just lost their jobs, anyone in the in, in the industry. Uh, the restaurant industry, or we can even give that money back to small business owners. So it's like <laughs> the military is just, it's, don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely blessed to have the military service that I do um, from the National Guard to the Coast Guard, the Army and the Navies. They fight for us and I fucking love them for it. For those who don't know, my aunt is also a part of the service. So I'm not bashing on them, but like, I'm sure many people in the service or even uh, retired veterans would probably agree that some of the funding for the military could definitely come back to the general public, especially during these times. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Uh, anyone has any thoughts on that, let me know, because she... Some more random. Um, I didn't know this, actually, and I just came across this. Um, I was reading up on the news trying to find a segment to talk about, and I figured this was a great one. I didn't know this about uh, Mr. Versace. And yes, I'm talking about Gianni Versace, the um, the well-known designer um, who actually was shot and killed at only 50 years old. He was murdered outside his South Beach home in Miami uh, of July 15th in 1997. The Beloved fashion designer was gunned down by 27-year-old spree killer Andrew Cunnan, I think is how you say it. Um, he was also found dead at the Miami, at a Miami Beach boathouse eight days later after the shooting of Mr. Versace. But there wasn't much on that. I'm trying to see how that unfolds because I think there's like a, a show coming out about it, which is how I stumbled across it. I thought it was pretty cool, so I looked into it. It's crazy to think like, the guy was only 50 years old and his and Versace was just booming. Like, I still don't think that they're they're obviously not going away anytime soon. But he he was taken from this company and from his family in his prime, which speaking of his family, that's how Versace survived. Like their lart their longtime partner, Antonio D'Amico. Um, I'm assuming that's just a, a longtime partner that he's worked with, but. They've been designing for, they were designing a sport line. Um, they were designing for celebrities specifically that no other celebrity or person could just walk in and buy. Um, they were designing for royalty such as Princess Diana as well. And Versace was remembered for bringing 
vitality and art into the industry considered out of touch with street culture. And he did all that in less than fucking 10 years after building an empire worth $810 million. Um, that's when his sister stepped in. They, she took over the creative reins of the company after his death. And she now serves as the head of design while his brother Sento, Santo, I don't, that's all it says, um, while his brother became the CEO. So good for them. But that's also crazy. I, I never once knew that was the backstory behind like uh, the death of Mr. Gianni Versace, that he was gunned down in front of his own house, man, in his freaking front yard and only at 50 years old. I wonder what this man would have accomplished or where the brand would have gone had he been alive today. It's just crazy to think about. Alrighty, um, I think that'll be all for today. I think I'm going to end it with our final segment with um, typically the ones who do watch know I end it with like a person or an entity that I think has done good in the recent weeks or whatever. Um, This one actually, don't. it's a little different. I don't have that today. What I will end it with though is a little bit of a self, self-care remedy, something that I advise you guys look into, especially because as I mentioned before that we don't know uh, what's going to happen with this vaccine, like who's going to get it. We don't know who's first in line for it. And obviously, this is just one of the many, many, many ways that you can uh, treat yourself and make sure that your immune system stays in tip-top shape. This is just a small part in that. So something that I've been taking or using to make sure that my immune system stays in that tip-top shape, I've been uh, using or taking pills because there's many forms you can take it, but I take it in the pill form. It's just easiest for me, but it's called echinacea. And what echinacea is, it's a group of herbaceous flowering plants from the daisy family. And it has 10 species, which are commonly called coneflowers. Some of, some of the common names uh, are the, of the purple flower are the black-eyed Susan. The leaf stems flower and roots are used to make supplements, liquid extracts, and teas. So the reason that I mention echinacea is because one of the main benefits of it is that it prevents any colds by producing a number of white blood cells which can fight infections. So I recommend you guys look into it and look into these other at-home remedies that you can do instead of waiting for this vaccine to get to us, which you may not even qualify for getting it first. You may be in the second wave of people that get it, but I like it. It's been making me feel really good coming from someone who's always congested and having other underlying issues um, stemming from my allergy problems, such as allergies to cats and any fruits with a higher acidic level. So this kind of helps keep my body in check. But there are some things that you have to keep in mind that like anyone who is allergic to anything in the daisy family um, probably shouldn't be taking stuff like this just because it can cause rashes or anyone who has asthma, it can possibly worsen the asthmatic symptoms and it can also cause anaphylaxis, a life-threatening emergency that can cause trouble breathing. So, like, just do your little bit of research on it. But, like, for the people out there who can take it or indulge in it, it's been helping me a lot. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit of a, um, a bulletproof mask in the sense that it's making sure my immune system stays strong and that it's fighting off any infections that can cause, you know, even the common cold or flu-like symptoms. So... With that being said, everybody, um, just a short, quick little episode to keep you guys updated. Sorry for the delay. Um, We were having some family issues, and I was also just having issues trying to get some time to sit and record. But 
that's just a little bit of update in my last week. Um, I hope y'all are staying safe, staying healthy, and let's make sure that we keep following the protocols and the guidelines that are set in place because obviously they are there for a reason. And I'm sure I can speak for you guys when I say I want to get back to normalcy as soon as possible and preferably before the goddamn summer starts. So I know that's I'm speaking way too far ahead, but it's true. Like at this rate, it sounds like it's going to be going up to next summer. So if we can do our part, um, if we can do our part, making sure that we're keeping everyone safe and health, healthy, keeping our distance and whatnot, we can obviously fight this and end it hopefully a little bit sooner. But with that being said, love y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy. Text your friends and family uh, for those who aren't going to be having a thing, you know, a traditional normal Thanksgiving with everyone. Let them know you love them and you can always FaceTime them and still, you know, have a safe, socially distant family gathering that way. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.